Good morning. Uh, again, I want you to remember that this podcast is available on your iPhone through your iTunes store. It's available on your Android through Google Play. Just search The Sylvester Team. It should pop right up. I want to remind everyone your book choices for uh, June uh, are Go For No by Richard Fenton and Andrea Waltz. Um, we're giving you a choice this month. Uh, the second choice that we prefer you be reading is Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Um, it's an oldie but a goodie, we'll say, because Dick and I happened across Darren Hardy probably at least 10 years ago um, and um, have really benefited by a lot of what he said. Um, these two books, if you can read both of them, but either of them will add to your success during this 90-day push that we are having in June, July, and August. This push, you're going to hear it referred to on Equus Calls uh, as a madman cycle. And it's a madman cycle for a reason. You are pushing like a madman, okay? You are mad at mediocrity. You're mad at your bank account. You may be mad at your past financial status. But you can change that in the next 90 days here at Equus Financial. Um, you know, we all desire that time-money balance. And often, it will require an out-of-balance period of time, which is that 90-day madman cycle that we refer to. Um, and I know Dick was reading about that this morning in the compound effect, and I know he wants to talk to you this morning about the simplicity of what we do Sort of a a little bit of a continuation of what Connor did on Monday. Thank you, Connie. It is so true. And uh, most of the books we recommend, we have already read several times, and that's not an exception. This time we've read both of these books. But uh, so Darren Hardy's book is one that just has always caught my attention. And when you stop and think in terms of um, some of the concepts he's talking about, when you start the book – don't skip over the special message from Tony Robbins uh, and pay particular attention to the quotes from Jim Rohn. Um, Jim died at a fairly young age, uh, did not write a lot, and as he got older, uh, that was one of the regrets he had. He had not recorded a lot of his information in print form, but there are a number of uh, uh, recordings that you can get from him, and uh, you'll never go wrong listening to Jim. Chapter one, uh, Darren Hardy talks about at age 12, he loved having an edge over his classmates. Guys, at 12, that was the last thing on my mind, you know. Uh, but at any rate, I'm thinking when I hear him talk, how about us? How about you? How about having an edge over your um, contemporaries in our business. Just stop and think about it for a second. The top 25 agents at Equus, guys, they've got an edge over everybody else. Now, they, didn't, they weren't born with that edge, but they got it through reading. You'll hear quotes from Brandon Hall periodically uh, on Facebook and so on. He has an edge. And here's the beginning. This book, for all of you on the call today, this is the beginning of your journey to gain an edge over your uh, contemporaries. The compound effect, the principle of the compound effect is this, is uh, reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart decisions or choices. You know, let me give you a couple of examples. Something small, you know, uh, somebody wants to lose 
30 pounds and they go on a diet for eight days and they don't see any response. So they go off the diet. But I can't tell you how many people have told me over the years, you know, just cutting out sodas. Within 30 days, they dropped 10 pounds. That was a very small decision that over a period of time reaped a huge reward. Well, guys, buying an extra $50 a week in leads over the course of a month can make a huge difference. You know, those extra 50 leads can result in an extra 150 dials a week. That's a huge uh, result from such a small decision. You know, asking one more question. We're going to talk today about the, the new system that they're putting together for um, uh, the advanced markets, which they have re they're in the process of rebranding. And uh, if you haven't been listening to, to Pete and uh, uh, 2.0 on that, start paying some attention to that. We're going to deal more and more with it to help you with that idea. But I wanted to focus today taking what Darren said and focusing on the simplicity of what we do. You know, there's a rule out there called the 10% rule. And for those of you that don't know it or haven't been in sales for a while, it really doesn't matter what you're selling as long as it's useful and it's fairly priced. And sometimes it may not be useful and it may not be fairly priced, but the 10% the rule says if you will tell 10 people your story, you're going to make a sale. And I remember Zig Ziglar when he was selling pots and pans before he got started in his uh, speaking career. You know, that was what, one out of 10 are going to buy. You know, if you're average and ordinary, one out of 10 are going to buy pots and pans. The uh, Kirby vacuum guy, one out of 10 are going to buy. The pest control people, one out of 10 are going to buy. So when we're selling, or when I was selling $6,000 campsites, we would close one out of 10. Uh, the good agents would produce, you know, they would get 15 or 20% close. So they would sell out of 10, they would sell one and a half to two lots. When I moved over to $100,000 golf course lots, one out of 10 bought, you know. Now, one of the things to keep in mind on that 10% rule, those products were luxuries. They didn't have to have the golf course lot or the campsite or the waterfront lot, but still, even though it was a luxury, one out of 10 bought. Now, the marketing expenses for those were based on a one out of 10 close. All right, now, our life insurance is similar, but it's also very different. You know, there, this, there's a, a ratio for what we do, but it's more like one out of three. And why is that? Well, if, if we buy 10 leads and... Um, we're average. Out of those 10 leads, three of them we know are not any good. And I'm talking A leads, and I'm using these as an example, not something necessarily that you would follow, but just to establish the law of large numbers here. Out of 10 A leads, we'll probably never reach three of them. But out of the remaining seven, we will set six appointments, and we will write three sales. We'll close half of them. So three sales out of the 10 leads, 30% close. You know, now, eventually, those leads that we didn't get a hold of and those leads that we didn't sell, someone will buy it as a bonus lead, and we'll end up writing five or six applications out of those over a period of time. But we're, you are worried about or thinking about what, what's going to happen to me this week with these leads. 30% of the, lead, the A leads you buy will purchase something 
in the short term. Now, I, I say that because uh, we're doing a lot of bonus leads. We're doing a lot of virtual calling and that sort of thing. The numbers are going to be different, but guys, the ratios will be established and they'll be the same. It's not going to change. We're just using more leads. Now, that means the agents that will that learn how to connect with people, we're going to close half the people we sit with. How can we change that? How can we increase that? Well, an average agent never will, and that's okay. They can live comfortably closing half the people they sit with. However, if the agent will learn how to connect well with people, they can add upwards of one extra sale a week. Mm -hmm. So instead of making three sales a week, if they learn to connect with people, and Connie's heard me say this before, Larry Smith, one of the greatest salesmen I've ever known, he was one of the best connectors I've ever seen. He and George Miller, they were amazing. So if we learn to connect well, that can account for an extra sale a week. That's a learned skill. All right. Now, if we learn the art of asking questions, well-thought-out probing questions, exposing the client's pain to not having our product, guys, that can add upwards of another sale a week. So now we've got somebody who was normally closing 30% by developing their skill set over a period of time. Now they're up to five sales. Now, once we've exposed the pain, learning the way to give two solutions to the client's problems. Because what happens when we give two solutions? Well, what, what suddenly pops into their mind, it's no longer a question of am I going to buy, but which one? So these are three, three parts of the puzzle that can change the outcome for you. All of these are learned and practice skills. They're not something we're born with. I say born, Larry was born with his connecting. George learned his. I learned mine. But most people don't have that, but that doesn't matter. We can still be very effective what we do. Now, if somebody is just starting and they're at that stage in their career with their skill set that they can manage to get two sales a week, guys, that's not abnormal for a brand-new agent. What is abnormal, though, is for them to stay at two sales a week forever. Uh, in 30 days, their skill set should have improved. And I say that because that's part of the reason we have you call for help, so that you can hear me close the sale. Excuse me. During that 30-day period of time, listening to somebody else close a sale, if you're doing the virtual sales, listening to Marcia and Coach K and um, Elvira and Robert on the phone. Those are ways you develop your skills. So in 30 days, that person, if they're improving instead of getting two sales a week, they ought to be up to that three to four sales a week because they're going to get better. Um, as they learn how to connect uh, and ask those probing questions, those sales are going to go up now. Why and how do Brandon Hall and Tanya Hughes and Deanna Cooper sell so much insurance? I mean, how do they do that? Those numbers are just, I mean, it's kind of like Babe Ruth. How did he hit all those home runs? Uh, how did Pete Rose have such a high on-base uh, rate, getting on base? It's because of working and developing your skills. Now, first and foremost, the, all three of those, Tanya, Deanna, and Brandon, 
guys, they connect in a way most people don't. Uh, I can say this uh, with a lot of understanding and, and without much thought, they have learned how to expose the pain by asking questions. Once they connect and expose the pain, now they produce solutions that are better than anyone else. You know, another thing that's different with them that they've discovered is once they got their skill set up, they invested more money in resources. They didn't start off spending the money that they're spending now on, on leads, but as they got better, they knew the law of large numbers would take care of them. You know, if I make this many dials, I'm going to talk to this number of people, and I know what my closing ratio is, I'm going to make that number of sales. So if I want to make more sales, all I have to do is figure out a way to talk to more people. Uh, I know Brandon Hall um, most weeks is spending about 2500 a week. I remember when he was spending 1000 to 1200 I remember when he was spending less than 1000 a week. Uh, Deanna Cooper... 1500 a week, same same type of thing, 15 to 1800 a week. Uh, Tanya, I don't know uh, in her situation, but I do know that she has, over the years, raised what she's spending on leads, increasing her resource, resources. Now, I do realize this. All this sounds a little complicated, but when you understand that it's very predictable because the numbers are the numbers. I remember Barry telling me when I started in April of 96, he said, Dick, I can tell you today how many sales we're going to make in six weeks based on the mail that was dropped on Monday. And he said, Dick, I won't be five applications off one way or the other. He said, what we do is so predictable. He said, now what is not predictable is whether the agent works the leads. He said, that's why I monitor that. If I give or provide an agent with a certain number of leads and they're not bringing those sales in off of that, he said, then they either don't have the skill set, they haven't practiced enough, and I need to get those leads in the hands of somebody who has the skill set to do this because I know how many sales are in that amount of mail. You know, you can't beat the numbers and the numbers can't beat you. Uh, the only variables, guys, in what we do, the only variables are the amount of resources that we have and the amount of work or activity that we put in, the number of dials, the appointment set on David Crocker a few weeks ago did an excellent call on sits and sets. You know, you can set a lot of appointments, but sitting on the meeting with the people, that's what, what really matters, doing presentations with them. Now, I do, I want to encourage some of you today, if you're starting off with this and you're terrible, you just, you're terrible. You know, uh, after 20 presentations, do you think you might be a little bit better? I can guarantee you, you will. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I talk to an agent after the third or fourth or fifth appointment. They say, well, I feel comfortable now. I know the people aren't going to bite my head off. I feel more knowledgeable in what I'm doing. Well, if that's the case, then before you start seeing clients, why not practice 10 or 15 times on friends? Just to get that feeling of success and confidence under your belt. Uh, they're and they're liable to buy something too, but mainly you're really looking for somebody to practice on so that it's kind of like with live ammo, you, you know, going over your head. Now, the best part of it is, after you've done 20 presentations, by the time you get to 50, guys, by now, you're almost an expert because you will get to the point 
that when they throw you an objection, you'll actually look forward to it because this is like a chess game. You know exactly where you're going to go. And I know today that's not the case. I, you know, I remember what it was like when I was in the field. I know that. But, you know, by the time you get to 50, now you're looking forward to the pushback because you know what's coming. Now, why is activity so important? Well, one is the activity is something you can control. Um, you can get better after every appointment. Ben and I have had numerous conversations along the way. You know, I had one this morning with an agent um, and went down the wrong road. We were able to re uh, salvage it, and we're going to make a sale out of it. But we learn from every presentation we do, every phone call we should learn. We should learn what doesn't work, what works better, the things that work, let's practice the thing that don't work, let's eliminate. Now, what did you hear on the call yesterday when each of the participants was asked um, what we do? You know, what we do, well, we get leads. Let me zero in on the leads for just a moment here. See, when people buy a home, they didn't buy the home with the idea of buying mortgage protection. That was the last thing on their mind. I shouldn't say that. Um, it wasn't paramount to a lot of them. But what was on their mind was, how can I protect this home and make it a legacy for my family in the event of my untimely death? That's a concern a lot of people have. So when our letter arrives, that's, what, that's the itch they have that we're providing a scratch for. They have this desire to make that home a legacy for their family. Don't ever forget that because that's going to be one of the ways that you connect you know, when you first start the conversation. Uh, is this your first home? Yes. Oh, my gosh, what a great feeling. Um, How did you feel after you closed the loan? Kind of overwhelmed, like, now what do I do? But what was your next thought? How can I – did it ever cross your mind – about making this home a legacy that your kids, maybe your grandkids someday, uh, might remember you by it. You know, stir that up. You know, that's one of the ways it connects. So the lead is it's a family. Connie's mentioned that numerous times on the call. It's a family that needs help, but it's a family that's got a need that they're trying to fix. And, and we have the solution for that. You know, a lot of times people say, oh, the problem is the price of the insurance. No, the problem is not the cost of the insurance. The problem is the mortgage, and we have the solution. We're going to pay it off or pay the payment or pay it down low enough so that the new payment is less than rent. So guys, look at it from the standpoint of we have solutions. We just have to help them define what the problem is because a lot of them don't quite understand that. So once we get our leads, what next? Well, we call the leads. You know, I mean, pick up the phone and give the people a call. Connie and I get reports every week of agents that have gotten leads and they made 45 dials. What? I mean, how can you help anybody making 45 dials? You know, so after we get the leads, we call them, uh, we see the clients. We either do it on a virtual sale or we do an in-home presentation. But either way, we see clients help them establish what their need is, determine what the problem is, and give them a solution. That's what we do. And then we take an application by helping the people. So this is what – that's how simple what, what this is. We try to get on here and we analyze all this 
and and everything and just make it too complicated. They have a desire to make this home a legacy for their family. We have the solution to help them accomplish that. For those of you that were on the call yesterday or those of you that listened to it later, do you remember the young man who lost his mother and the life insurance agent called him to let him know that she had a policy and that no one knew about? And you could feel through the phone call yesterday what a relief, what a surprise, what an unbelievable experience they had uh, because his grandparents were raising him. And it was kind of like she wanted to make sure through this policy that he had a home and her parents had a home that that was going to be her legacy through them. And when that story unfolded, I don't think, I think a lot of people had leaky eyes when they were listening to that story. I mean, I really do. You know, but stop and think about how that money changed his life. It paid off the grandparents' home, and he saw firsthand how important this coverage actually is. Now, do you think when he's sitting with somebody that that story impacts the people he's talking to? Yes. Tanya Hughes, her little four-and-a-half, five-year-old child died in her arms from a heart condition. When she tells that story, do you think that impacts people's lives? Of course it does. Why? Because they've lived it. Until you've had your story, it's okay to use some of these. That's why we provide you with a joy story. Guys, when I delivered that death claim on that case, trust me, it changed a lot for Richard Sylvester that day. You know, you know, I I want us to stop and think about what we do in terms of what would be the worst day of your life, losing a spouse, a child, or a parent. That's, guys, for a lot of families, when that happens, everything goes. And on the worst day of their life, we're the only people bringing money. And that young man... Yesterday on the call, when that check check came in, look how it changed his life. Look how you can change the lives of your clients. Now, as I go through this, it has a tendency of the weeds to get a little tall and you get caught in the bushes and so on. Don't let that happen. Don't make this complicated. Um, does it matter to you today how many people say, no, I'm not interested. Don't call me back again. No, that doesn't matter. What does matter is how many people that say yes, because um, as you look at it, you know, we don't have enough, we just need to call until we get more yeses, you know, and people say, well, Dick, how long should I call? I said, well, how many yeses do you need? Well, I need 12. Well, call till you got 12 yeses, till you have 12 appointments. Yeah, but it's going to take a long time. Yeah, it is. But when you stop and think about what Darren Harding's talking about in his book here, you know, and what Go for No is talking about, um, when you've got enough yeses, as uh, uh, Frank Betcher talked about, if you will tell your story five times a day, you can't help but be successful. If five people a day now, this is when we were seeing people in person and so on. Uh, virtually, it takes more than that. But when you stop and think about it, just figure out how many yeses you need to have every day and don't stop until you get them. 
you uh, heard Heather Hudak on on a call here. She uh, last week she got on and uh, she kind of apologized because she only made three thousand dollars for the week, you know, and she needed four sales in one particular day. Those of you on the virtual call, she needed four sales. She didn't get her first one until like four or five o'clock in the evening. She got two. She needed four, and finally at eight o'clock she got two more. But she wasn't going to quit till she got her four sales. Uh, this is a little off track, but it's it's kind of a cute story. I used to work with a sales manager. They called him one a day, and um, he did not read the book Go for No. But uh, he sold vacuum cleaners, and it, he made a lot of money on each one. He made a few hundred dollars back in the day. That was a lot of money, and. Uh, as soon as he sold his first vacuum cleaner, he was done for the day. If it was 10 o'clock in the morning, he'd play golf that afternoon. But if it was 10 o'clock at night, he was in a bar somewhere trying to find somebody that had some money. And a lot of fellows from those bars that he would frequent took vacuums home to their wives. You know, But Bill Goodwin was his name, and one a day, he sold a vacuum every day. Now, I'm sure... You know, that, that story, there are probably days he sold two or three, but he didn't go home many days without selling one. So how long does it take until you get enough yeses? And thinking along that line, that makes a big difference. Now, what Pete and Bill are doing, and this is another step in what we're doing. Um, if you listen to the uh, call that they did earlier in the week and uh, on senior solutions that they're working on. And they were talking in terms of, and this goes back to the law of large numbers again, if we do 60 presentations a month, what they were talking about was uh, Nick made the comment when he was doing this. Now, his numbers were twice what I'm giving you because out of 60 presentations a month for mortgage protection, 20% of those people have got money that they need or want to do business with, you know, an annuity or something of that nature. And uh, they've got it in an old 401k. They have it in CDs. But that's 20% of those people, that's 12 opportunities a month to make a sale for advanced markets. All right, out of those 12 opportunities, they feel like they will do six presentations. Now, when Nick was doing this, they were getting higher than 12 opportunities, and they were closing a much higher number than that. But six presentations equal three sales. Now, if you and I are not in a position, I am, but maybe you're not yet, to do an annuity, why not gather the information? We're going to have more training on this, but I want you to start thinking about this. That Those six presentations that one of our specialists would do would result in three sales, and the average annuity is an $83,000 annuity. Now, the turnaround is a lot longer on this, so people buying leads are not in a position really to focus all their time on this big commission because they'll go bankrupt. But what is really nice by using a specialist, they can turn that, that person over to one of our specialists. The average commission for the agent that referred the case over is about $3,000. So what our agents can do when they're making their mortgage protection sales, if they can find three people that become new clients of the uh, specialist, the agent now has got someone else out there working trying to generate about 
$9,000 a month in income, all the while the agent is trying to locate three more people to turn them over so that the specialist can work for them. Guys, when you do the numbers on that, that amounts to about $100,000 a year in additional income. And we're going to have more training over the next 30 to 60, 90 days on that. But, but kind of keep an, uh, uh, an antenna up of people that need to be reached back out to for this because this could really change your career and your income with Equus.